stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Our latest Alberta Matters series from Global News is looking at what we're calling the booze boom, the explosion in Alberta's craft beer industry uh, and the challenges it now faces going into 2020. It's certainly a competitive market make it challenging for some small breweries to, to stand out. Uh, a few have had to close their doors, unfortunately. More in this report here from Global's Adam McVicker. There are currently 123 craft breweries registered in the province. At least five have closed in the past year. According to the Alberta Small Brewers Association, the biggest challenge is finding a unique brand and standing out in the crowd. That has many breweries like 88 Brewing in Calgary coming up with unique marketing like their look with a neon tribute to the 1988 Olympics, hoping to win loyal drinkers with nostalgia and quality. But Alberta beer experts do anticipate a slowdown in new craft brewery openings this year because of the oversupply in the market. Despite that, the Small Brewers Association hopes to keep the foot on the gas, riding momentum from the industry's expansion over the last decade. Adam McVicker, Global News. Look, I mean, there's no magic number for how many breweries should exist in a province Alberta size. And, you know, the market will sort these things out, just like when it comes to, you know, the number of restaurants in Calgary. There's no magic number. The market will, will decide those things. I mean, it is a challenge for any business right now, you know, convincing Albertans to, to part ways with their money. Uh, craft beers are not only competing against each other, but they're competing against the big breweries. And I guess maybe to some extent they're competing with other things. Now, there were some stats out last month suggesting that uh, alcohol sales are down a bit as a result of legalized cannabis. So a lot going on for the industry, but I think it's been encouraging to see the growth of this industry and the establishment of a real craft brewing scene here in our province. Well, someone who follows all these matters very closely is Don Tess. He's a beer writer. You can find him on Twitter at the Don of Beer. Also more at beers2u.ca. Don, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, in terms of this, you know, this question of whether this industry can keep growing, how do you come at that question? I think um, I, I think absolutely the uh, the industry can keep growing. Uh, it, you know, statistically for the last twenty, thirty years now, it, it has grown. That rate of of growth has slowed, but it is still growing. Uh, last number I heard was around four percent growth, um, which isn't a huge number. You know, back uh, a few years ago, numbers were growing fifteen, eighteen percent a year. But uh, there are a heck of a lot of industries that would love to grow at four percent. So, mm-hmm. so four percent, nothing to, uh, nothing to sneeze at. Right, and I mean, obviously, some are doing better than others, and and that's to be expected, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it it is at the end of the day a business. It's a it's an industry, and everybody needs to make money. And and um, you know, there are ways to 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 do well, and there are ways to do poorly uh, within any. Uh, uh, industry the movie industry makes lots of money and lots yeah. of movies lose money yeah exactly that's just the way it is yeah i think it's a good analogy and i mean you know, look maybe there's there's some luck involved or you know sort of striking gold either in an idea a concept a particular beer or a certain brand uh you know there, there are those x factors that come into play but what, what have you seen that you know the smart ones have done well or you know maybe the the lessons that some have had to learn the hard way I think um, I think uh, a lot of people. I think the, the breweries that have succeeded are the ones that do bring something new and interesting, and yet familiar to people. So um, you know, 
the craft beer drinker does tend to want to want the, the newest flavor, something interesting and different. But if it's too crazy, yeah. then there seems to be a bit of, of backlash against that. So it's it's riding that fine line, and then that line is a line that that is always moving too. So so riding that fine line and moving with that line, I think, is is kind of the key to success. Mm-hmm. It's interesting too because I mean they, you've got some craft brewers that are really focused on getting their product uh, on on store shelves, right? And that's that's what their market is. Other small breweries, you know, really tried to to establish themselves more like brew pubs, right? Where they're they're the location, they're kind of the the neighborhood hub. That's where people come for their product. Uh, do, do we see a lot of both in Alberta's market? Yeah, so you know the Alberta the Alberta beer industry is relatively young, and I think. A lot of the breweries are kind of sorting out uh, where they belong in that market. I think both of those uh, those business models that you talked about are, are viable, and I think new breweries now need to decide. You know, are, are, am I going to open a gigantic brewery and try and take on, uh, you know, try and take market share away from from Budweiser and, and Molson Canadian, or am I going to be that little? Um, that the little neighborhood pub that just happens to make its own beer. And both of those are viable, just like, you know, you were, um, in the intro you were talking, you draw an analogy with uh, restaurants. You mm-hmm. know, there's there's McDonald's, and right. you know, they are successful. <laughs> yeah. And then your neighborhood little, um, you know, Vietnamese restaurant or, or taqueria, you know, that's that's a fine business model as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, we, we have had, you know, certainly government support for this industry, all right? And and the industry has grown as a result of policy changes. I mean, a lot of this goes back even to 2013, 2014. Uh, previous government took a certain approach. The new government has come in with a different kind of approach. I think through it all, there's still been support for the industry, but there's been a lot of policy changes. What's your sense of, you know, the impact of, of those changes or those policies? I think, uh, they, they by and large, have been positive. I think that the, a lot of People have um, been able to open breweries that, that wouldn't have been able wouldn't have been able to, other than some of the changes over the last few years. But you know, you it, it's a double-edged sword because um, it is it it is a uh, heavily graded, heavily regulated industry. Sorry, yeah. um, and you you just don't know. Um, you know, I, I can think of you mentioned again in your intro that there are a couple of breweries that that uh, closed in the last year and you know i can think of one that that would definitely point uh, the finger at a regulatory change that 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 was difficult for it to swallow so you know all change creates winners and losers and 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 uh you know regular regulatory change helps a lot of people and unfortunately sometimes it hurts some people too yeah, it's interesting too. I mean, you know, with with some of the success and some of the growth in the industry, you know, can create kind of a almost like a tipping point for for some of them. I mean, Big Rock was kind of the original. They're sort of seen more as almost a a big brewery now. Uh, Wild Rose, uh, same kind of thing. They they grew to the point where one of the global giants uh, took some interest and 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 bought them up. Um, so you, you are seeing that too, right? I mean, those those challenges of growth and and, and how much do you cling to to being that that small craft brewery and how much do you embrace that success? Yeah, it's, and that's a, you know, I think it's a lot, it's really tough for a lot of, of breweries who, you know, maybe go into the business because they're passionate about beer. Then, then they're successful, which is great. And then people go, well, you could be more successful if you did this. And I think just like any other business, people have to ask themselves, you know, 
how big do I want to be? What do I want to do? And, and, and a lot of the times, these are small business owners who haven't necessarily thought of, of a succession plan. So maybe, you know, what are they going to do after, you know, Wild Rose is in the business for decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Rock has been in the in the business for decades. They, they eventually went public, of course. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, Wild Rose was successful enough, uh, lucky enough to draw to, to the attention of a multinational and, and sold last year. And, uh, but, but what that means for, you know, a small brewery now, opening its doors now, who knows? Who knows if that if that opportunity will be available to them, who knows if that, if they'll want to take that opportunity, if it becomes available to them. Um, but you know, it's, these aren't new questions. It's, it's new for the beer industry because the beer industry is, 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 is growing and maturing. But, yeah. but you know, this is a question every entrepreneur asks, asks themselves. You know, one thing I'll say, and as you say, I mean, it's still a relatively new industry, but I think it's it's come a long ways in terms of quality that and Alberta can hold its own. You see Alberta beers, um, you know, standing out at some of these national awards. I, I think for a long time we were kind of compared to BC, that we were way behind BC, and a lot of BC breweries were doing some amazing stuff. Uh, you know, I, I think we're more than holding our weight now. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, the number one IPA in Canada two years in a row comes from Calgary by a brewery called Outcast. Um, a brewery out of Red Deer, Troubled Monk, uh, won a silver medal in the world at the World Beer Cup, which um, uh, is is actually the, the largest beer competition in the world. They won a silver for their open road brown ale. Uh, so, yeah, we, we are very fortunate here that that, um, that, that uh, the breweries that did open, that have opened, have really gone up that learning curve fast and they're producing world-class beer. Yeah, that's a great point. Well, much more is mentioned. Beers to you. You're on Twitter as well at the Dawn of Beer. Don, so great to have you with us here. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here today. Thank you very much. All the best to you. Uh, that is Don Tess, a beer writer, the Don of Beer. You can find him on Twitter as mentioned. His website, beers to you. His thoughts uh, on kind of where the industry is at. It's grown by leaps and bounds for sure. And and really, a, a big part of that goes back to that change was made. I think it was late 2013. Because before then, it was virtually impossible to open a small brewery because there was a, a minimum production quota. And that, that minimum was set at a level that most microbreweries, you know, couldn't possibly reach. So that changed. That kind of opened the floodgates. There's been a lot of policy debate and changes since then. But, uh, you know, no doubt that the industry has grown enormously from just a handful uh, a decade ago to now well over 120 Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.